We have a lot to cover here on the second show of 2023. Uh, the Not the smallest thing on the agenda will be how Callie may have screwed up the entire year by doing something on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, rather, that you should not have done. And I have a very strange phobia. I hope I'm not the only one, but something that shouldn't cause any anxiety makes me feel like I'm committing a federal crime and I'm going to go to jail for it. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, January 4th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for garbage day after a high garbage week. Like oh my I gosh. I love a normal garbage day, but a garbage day when there's an abundance of garbage feels so good. And we had to drop off a bunch of cardboard at the recycling place down the road from us. And I took all that in yesterday and it just all felt great. I, do you ever judge our garbage against our garbage, our neighbor's garbage? Yeah, I feel this. Like, cause I saw ours and ours was overflowing. Yes. Like not on the ground or anything, but just really tall. Like the lid wouldn't totally close. I have to play trash Jenga with our garbage because they won't pick up something that's sitting next to the barrel. Right. Right. And I, I am sure this is because they've gotten burned where they've picked something up and it's fallen apart or ripped open. Now the garbage is all over the place. They got to clean it up because technically it's their fault. Mm -hmm. If it's in the barrel, they just have to wheel the barrel to the little robot arm and it dumps it into the back of the truck. Right. So if I can balance it, uh, if I can go, if I can give the garbage altitude, it'll get taken. If I have to go horizontal with it, it's not, it's not going to work. So that's why ours is stacked up so high. Uh, which makes sense. But I look at, there's a guy across the street who sometimes I see him with a woman. Sometimes I don't, he could be single. I don't know. He's like one of those neighbors that kind of keeps to himself, which is totally fine. Like if you don't want to be, you know, besties with your neighbor, great. Um, I think it's like a personal preference thing that said every week I see him take out his garbage. It's like one bag, <laughs> not even full. Yeah. And he like put plops it in the bottom of the thing. And I'm always so impressed by him. It also has made me think that we need to have less trash. trash. Well, keep in mind we have diapers. Okay. Okay. So that, that, that contributes a little bit. But it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be as, yeah. Yeah, I think we should be a little better about that. Anywho, yes, I, Ellie is the problem, is what it is. Ellie is blame it all on Ellie. our problem. My um, name is Callie. Well, okay, can I say one last thing about the garbage? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, because you made it, you raised an interesting point, because there are several people on the street who, n whose, whose barrels never overflow. The lid is never even, there's not even something peeking out. Mm -hmm. It's completely closed. I realize I feel the same way about those people as I do about the garage people, people who have super yes. deep garages. Okay. You're we, not, I, you're not living life. 
We have, okay, two things. First of all, part of me wonders if, do they do, do they have more trash? And is it like sitting inside their garage because they're maybe, maybe they're a little OCD and the lid has to close and they're just, it, that bothers them. So maybe they just keep a bag till the next pickup. Yeah. Okay. Number one, number two, the empty garage people, we had someone like this at the old house that we lived in. There's multiple people on this street. It weirds me out. There's multiple people on our street that can fit two cars in their garage. Yep. There's nothing on the walls and nothing on the floors. And I don't mean they figured out a way to put storage in their ceilings. I mean, there is nothing but a car in the garage. Yeah, it's odd. I, I am not, e- not even a garden rake, not okay. even, not even a relief rake. I mean, no. or not even a, a garden shoveler or, or, uh, I, I don't know. What other tools do people typically have in the garage? None of that. Not a hose, not a nothing. Here's no hose here's or what a I'm hose. Gonna ask. <laughs> the hose free zone. There's definitely no hose. There's nowhere to put any hose. No hose. There's no hose. It's clean. Um, Clutter free. Are you a little bit jealous of those people? 100%. I'm 5,000% jealous of those people. I don't think it's possible. Well, where do you have story? Well, no, we don't use our attic. If we used our attic, we We, wouldn't have stuff in the garage. We wouldn't leave. We wouldn't have a leaf rake in the attic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't go in the attic. Nobody has sheds in their yards. Like these houses so have. Where's your rake? Do you think that side has basements? Or, or anything. Garden hose. What if. Even if you even if you had a basement. They're all on one side, all of the clean garage people. Or if they're not allowed to have, maybe the HOA doesn't allow that side of the street to have messy garages. No. What if they all have basements? And they have like, remember how when we lived at our house in South Carolina, we had a basement closet that was like a utility closet for like all the boat stuff, like all the water stuff. We still, what if they have closets like that? We still had stuff in our garage. I know, but may, well, I don't know. I was about to say, maybe, they, maybe they're single. Maybe they don't have kids. You were single. You didn't have kids. Your garage was still a mess. And it would, ju- yeah, just random. Anyway, so I am 100% jealous of those people. If you are someone who is that person, and you have a squeaky clean garage, I need you to call us and I need you to tell us why and how, because we are so impressed by you. We have a phone number. If you haven't remembered it for a while, it's 800-434-5454. You don't have to call just about that. You can call about anything. Jeff's, one of his thrills in life is listening to the voicemails that you leave. And if you're a clean garage person, after you tell us how your garage is so clean, tell us what violent crime you're wanted for. Because that's my, you're a serial killer. I also noticed in in our garage that where the garage uh, sensor goes, there's like a really, there's a hole in the wall. And I feel like people that have clean garages wouldn't have a hole in their wall. You mean where the wire goes into? Yeah. Somebody just poked it through, you know, kind of like haphazardly. Yeah. And I feel like the clean garage people, they wouldn't have that. They would have something neatly cut out and then they would probably have somebody come plaster the wall. Yeah. Anyways. Um, my name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for brand new pens. And I have realized that the pens we love, we use these tool pens, T-U-L that we love. This has been like a thing on the show for a while. And I believe it's the, it's the office Depot or office max. I forget which brand survived, but they merged. The offices merged. Did they? Yeah. So Depot max 
It's their house brand. So it's, there's a certain style that I like, but what I have realized is that when you first take them out of the box, they're particularly sharp and unused. And my handwriting is so good with the unused pins. I love it. So what's the lifespan of it? Cause I actually don't know. Cause we I, share pens and that throws me off. I, well, what we could do is we could figure out a way where you could use that pen until the sharpness is dulled and pass and it I'll on toss to it me away. because I don't like the sharpness. See, this is why we're married. This <laughs> right here. We are great partners. Callie on new year's day came into the living room and offhandedly said to me, Hey, uh, did you, when you were fixing the dryer, is there any chance you screwed up something on the washer? Because I put a load of clothes in there and they didn't spin. And I said, well, let me take a look at it. While I was taking a look at it, it dawned on me that you're not supposed to do, you know how many superstitions there are around New Year's? Right? I, I honestly don't. I mean, I, I knew. There's black eyed peas and collard greens. That's they, the only one I know. You're supposed to eat that. And I think, is ham in there? Something. Uh, no. Anyways, clue. there's certain things. You're supposed to put 12 grapes in a cup. Okay. I did not know that. Uh, there's a gazillion of them. New okay. Year's New Year's Day superstitions. Doing laundry is one of them. If you do laundry on New Year's Day, supposedly you will wash something important out of your life. I am going to say, I'm going to call BS on that. I'm going to throw my BS flag on that. And how's that for a sports reference? <laughs> Good you job. Like that? Yeah. Um, we are so not sports people around here. If you didn't know that already. Um, but I call BS because <laughs> I call it a fresh start. So I don't care what the superstition is, but that one really, no, absolutely not. I feel hardcore about that superstition. And usually I'm like, ah, superstition, whatever. No, that is crap. I think you walk into the new year with clean clothes. I don't disagree. I think yeah. you're, I think you're completely right. I just want to put that on the record in case this is a terrible year. It's all going to come back to, to you doing laundry. You know where that probably came from? That probably came from a guy that was supposed to start, that was supposed to do his family laundry or something. <laughs> right. And he didn't. Why, why does it have to be a guy? Why can't it just be a person? A person and right. their significant other was like, did you do hey, laundry today? did you do laundry? And they're like, no, I can't do it today. Superstition. And then they were. And, and, and then they're like, oh, and then they told all their friends about it. And then people started talking about it. But really, it was just one person that didn't feel like doing and laundry. And that's when they realized. they were hungover. They, they realized that their partner, whoever they were with was super superstitious. They were, they were saying, wait, wait, you can't do laundry on New Year's Eve or on New Year's day. Oh my gosh. What else is there And this person, the quick thinker that they are loved black eyed peas and said, you're also supposed to have black eyed peas mm -hmm. for dinner. Mm -hmm. And their partner says, I'm going to go to the store right now. And then the, the other person said, well, get some grapes too, 12 of them. Cause they really liked grapes. Mm -hmm. That's how the superstition started. Yeah. What's the better day? back to school, the first day back after the holidays or the first day back after summer break? First day back after summer break. Really? 5,000%. Hmm. I think it's going back after, I went back in my day. I think it was going back after the holidays because that's summer break. You get some new pants, you get some new shoes, right? No, you have summer and, and break you, swagger is what you have. What is that? Here's the difference between you and I. I went to a really um, 
Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm waiting for the upsell on this because you went to Myrtle Beach. Is that where you got your swagger every summer? No. What? What does that have to do with anything? Did you go to you? Because you said I got my summer swagger. No, I'm just saying like you saying, come in with summer swagger because you have confidence because you haven't been all, around all those people. Yeah. In months, so it's like, oh yeah, like I feel good. I'm excited oh, about okay. school. I don't remember what it was like. I don't remember whatever. Now I went to a very fancy private school, yeah. which is, you know, great. And, and, but one of the things is when you come back from Christmas break, it's like competition of like who got what, um, who had the nicer thing, whose parents did what. So it's not like, and let me, you know, say I was spoiled, but there were people, I mean, getting some did you insane have, gifts. Did you go to school with kids who got cars for Christmas? I like, like would yes. the majority of your class get a car within a year, their own car within a year of getting their driver's license? One. Oh, I would say 98%. Like a new car. Like, like a, a new car. I mean, not maybe 98% is a little hard or a little high, but yeah, I, I think there were a lot of kids. I'll say a handful of kids who would get like the big red bow. When they were 16. Oh, the to, old Lexus commercials? To, to a luxury car. And my parents were like, <laughs> nope. Um, which I'm so glad that they're like that because they don't care about stuff like that. But anyways, so my point is with this argument that. It would be neat though. Being, I mean. Oh my gosh. It would be awesome. But also I don't, there are way more people that I don't like that had those experiences than people that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm yeah. friends with that person. Like there's just a great, but when, wonderful person. But when you're 16, walking out to the driveway and seeing, you know, yeah, I mean, a, yeah. a, a December to remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> December to remember. You were, you were, you were a Toyota thon girl in a Lexus world. I was a Toyota thon girl in a Lexus world. And there were, cause kids also, it was like about their vacations. So there were kids that would fly their private planes to like Aspen for the, you know what I mean? And we just weren't like that. So anyways, that's why my argument was for coming back to school because you've had the whole summer. There's no like, you know, competitive pressure. How does that work? Did you get invited? Because you, if, if you, because the pri the whole private school world is foreign to me, right? And I'm not knocking it because I loved private school. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not. Th this is not. I'm just curious. Because and also, I don't want to just say private school. Also, big schools are are mysterious to me because I my, my graduating class was 55 people. I right. Think, right. Mm -hmm. We all knew everybody. You asked before about cliques or popular kids or or whatever. You didn't have that. So you say I th there's the football team. Yeah. They're cool. Right. And everybody else. And then, and <laughs> yeah. then there's the football team. There's everybody else. And then there was like the girl who didn't talk to anybody and sat in the corner and chewed her hair. Who's probably now richer than all of us. Probably. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and the reason she was sitting in the corner, not talking to all of us is because she was so brilliant. She, right. You she guys already, are all dumb. She already read the textbooks. Yeah. Week one. Yeah. Anyways, other than that, we were just all whatever. So if you go to a fancy, super fancy school where some people are flying off on private planes or, go, or going to, you know, Hawaiian 
three week long vacation type things. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, if you're not part of that group, can you still get invited or is there? Oh yeah. My sister went on a couple of private plane trips, I think. But but so there's no reciprocity. I don't know what the word is. Um, I don't think so because I think at the very, it depends. I feel like it depends on how old you are. Like when you get, I didn't have any friends that I had friends. Like I got invited to go on looking back. What is like a very fancy trip. Like my best friend, we were in middle school, invited me to go to Vail with her family, which is very fancy. Sure. Um, and then like my sister, once I remember she flew private to somewhere for spring break with someone's family. Cause that's like what their family did. But I don't ever remember anybody being like, well, where are we going with your family? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even no, know. I, I would go to my, when I was, I don't remember that when I was 16 years old, I would go to, if I got invited, to go to Val, I would be clueless. And I would go to my parents and say, hey, uh, I got invited to Val. I'd really like to go, um, but I'm probably gonna need like uh, 30, maybe 70 bucks tops, you know, to have some spending cash to throw around while I'm there. I would have no idea. Oh, I had no, I don't remember. I think they gave me at this time, remember it was like- 30 bucks in Val probably gets you two hot chocolates. I mean, I don't even know. I can't even remember how they did. I will say my parents, I was an airline child. So people would invite me places because they knew that I got to fly for free. So maybe that's also why I got invited to places. Like I had a friend whose parents gave her a senior trip, like a big graduation gift. She got to go to Europe and for two weeks, they were like, we'll pay for your plane tickets. And they were like, okay, so none of my other friends can go because they, that's not in the budget of what they can do. And they're like, hey, Callie. You want to go? I'm like, I can go. I can go for free. We stayed in hostels and which were like 30 bucks a night and I flew for free. So it was great. It was like, so I think that was my being able to go is like, you know, like why not Delta kid flight Delta people, which also, by the way, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh my gosh, this girl in Atlanta, so many people work for Delta. That's not really a flex here, you know, like flying for free. Like everybody's parents work for Delta. So I'm not that cool, but uh, I would... Yeah, if Ellie got invited on a private plane trip, I, I th- that family would come back and I would meet them at the private thing and say, thank you guys so much. I just want to let you know, a week from Saturday, I got seats for all of us right ringside at Medieval Times. And <laughs> I would love to see you guys there. Let's, yeah. let's all eat a rotisserie chicken with our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I want to be one of those people who recycles everything that needs to be recycled and remembers to adjust my thermostat when nobody's in the house and learns how to compost, but I'm not. I try, but I'm not. Anything that can make it easier for me to move in those directions, though, I'm all about it. Like my thermostat. I can now set it, program it. It's wireless, Wi-Fi. Perfect. No problem. And my composting. I could use a device called Lomi that allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. All you got to do is put your food scraps in the Lomi, 
and let it run. It's not smelly, it's not loud, and it makes you environmentally awesome because now you are returning food scraps to the earth as dirt. Put them in your garden bed, put them in your plants, uh, your house plants, but you're not putting food in your garbage can to go to a landfill. You can save, because you're an Upside listener, $50 by going to Lomi.com slash Upside. That's L-O-M-I.com slash Upside. Use the promo code Upside at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. $50 off at Lomi.com slash Upside. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes pretty close. That's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See Chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S., according to Aptopia. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I was out and about a couple of days ago, first couple of days of the new year. I mean, not out and about. I went to get coffee and um, I was noticing, I was looking around and there was a lot of people with like their new running shoes or their new like workout pants. Like you can tell in the days, right? Like when after Christmas and new year's, when people are wearing their new gifts that they're excited about, you know what I mean? There's not dirt on the new running shoes. There's not, you know, whatever. And I had a little time, probably too much time, but follow me with this. I was looking at this woman's new running shoes and I was like, oh my gosh, she looks so excited about whatever she's about to do. I can tell she's got a new purse. She's got new workout pants. She's got her shoes. And I was like, you know what that is right there? That is hope. (laughs) I'm being totally serious. I hope it seems almost like a sad word. Is it optimism? It's optimism and hope. It is the hope that things can be better than they are (laughs) five days ago. Yeah. And I think that is really compelling and exciting. And it made me excited because I'm like, you know what? She has hope that tomorrow, that this year, that the next chapter for her is going to be better than the last chapter because she's excited to go. She's proud of the chapter and, you know, she's moving forward. And I was thinking about how that is so much of what the upside is. And we've had it on our little like thing that comes before, like the pre-recorded thing that comes with our theme song Yeah, about how we all want to be better. Like the common theme of all of these people that listen to the show and our show, whether we say it all the time or we don't is that we believe that the world and ourselves can be better one little tiny thing at a time. And that is hope. And I just thought it was really cool. Like, does that make sense to you? Or I was just, I was literally staring at her shoes thinking, you know what? That is so cool because it's not just shoes. It's hope and it's goals and it's, 
being better and it's it's forward motion. It's optimism. Yeah. It's yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, like the whole, the cool thing about the upside group of people that listen, that participate in the Facebook group, the whatever is we all strive to be a little bit better than we were the day before. And I think if you're in, maybe you're not in the best place and you don't feel hope, I would encourage you to find that little seed of hope. To, to go to a coffee shop and stare at a stranger's shoes. Stare at a stranger's shoes. And it sounds silly, but all you need is one little glimmer of hope to push yourself forward, even when it's really, really dark. So, And I would say to that, because that's a real, that, that obser- I really like that observation because when you put something new on, when you're feeling yourself, you get a little serotonin boost. That I think changes your vibration. You know, you stand mm-hmm. up a little taller, you smile a little bigger, you're a little more polite, you're a little more whatever. As a person who is trying to get better about, and I think you are too, saving things for a special occasion. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, don't. If you got something new for Christmas that looks good, feels good, it, uh, something to cook with, something to, to whatever, a stocking stuffer that, you know, is is a, a candy, a treat. And you're like, oh, I'm going to save this. Don't. Don't. Enjoy it. Delight it, it, in it. Drink yes. the bottle of champagne you haven't opened. On a Friday <clears throat> night, get that. Like, we do this all the time where we have wine that we're like, oh, we'll save it for a special oh, occasion. Oh, my gosh. We have so many special occasion wines and we, we have no stop. special occasions. We got to stop. Special and- occasion is Friday night. We're alive and we love each other and we are. That's enough. What if the special occasion what if the special occasion was the fact that you have that bottle of wine? Whoa. Whoa. Anywho. So know- I just thought about that and I went on a, like a little, you know, deep dive of myself in the 10 minutes I was sitting at Starbucks waiting for my coffee. And I was like, oh, I enjoy that hope and that optimism and I'm going to share it. Have I told you about, I think I've talked about this before because it's it's a favorite story of of mine, but the woman I know who got a tattoo of a date on her wrist. She always wanted a tattoo, but she could never decide on what to get. Mm-hmm. Good tattoos can be there forever. Yeah. So she wanted to make sure it was poignant enough and had meaning and everything. So the tattoo that she got was the date that she got her tattoo. That's awesome. So the tattoo says, you know, June. 10, 22. Yeah, whatever. Uh. 10, no, because that would be our anniversary. So it would just be like one, like if you got it to today, the tattoo would say one, four, 23. Yeah. And if somebody asked you, what's the significance of the tattoo? What's one, four, 23. You would say, that's the date I got the tattoo. And then they say, well, what's the significance of that date? It's the date I got my first tattoo. It's the date I got my first tattoo. I, th- that, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. She's your people. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is for all of the White Lotus fans. Jeff and I are in this so deep. We were about season one and season two. We are in. I felt like you loved season one. I felt like I, I was liked the out, it. I was the outlier who did not like it. I liked it. I didn't love it. I loved season two. Like I was excited about every episode. Um, the first season I was kind of like, well, I won't stop watching it, but could yeah. I, you know, 
whatever. Um, so Megan Fahey, I think is her name who plays Cameron's wife, Daphne in season two. Okay. The blonde. Yep. She auditioned for Alexandra, the woman that was on her honeymoon in the first season and didn't get it. Okay. But they remembered who she were, was or something. Yeah. They remembered who she was. And apparently like the guy, she said, you know, the guy that was casting, he's like, genius and he knew she wasn't the right fit for that but when the role that she was fit for came up he called her so i thought that was really interesting your second random thing is uh for specifically for people including our friend austin who has pets that like to consume socks oh boy she poor poor austin uh i don't know a few months ago she said to her same dog has chewed two socks and had to go to the vet within, surgery. within the past two months. For one of them had to yeah. go have surgery. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, this is for, for people like Austin. Uh, cat was brought to a South Carolina animal hospital, not feeling well. Uh, the, the hospital did some x-rays, did some scans, and then said, we got to perform surgery on this, this cat. Uh, and, the, and when they did, they removed 38 hair ties. Three, eight, because the cat had slowed, it was becoming lethargic and it slowed down to the point where they weren't, she wasn't eating at all. That's when they uh, brought her into the vet and the vet's like, yeah, you're going to want to keep this cat away from hair ties because she has a thing. The cat's recovering, um, has a liver condition related to the hair ties, but it will be. And that's something that like. I mindlessly have hair ties all over the place. So I wouldn't even know, like, it's not like I take my hair out of the same place every day or like I have hair ties in my purse, on my desk, on the floor. Oh, so you wouldn't know if they're missing, you mean? Oh yeah, I would have no clue if they were missing. That's not something where I'm like, where is that? Whatever. I don't think I would notice if I had a sock missing. Like I have a handful of socks missing. It's like the dryer mystery. Luckily, we don't have dogs that- Regularly eat. eat. Sadie had- Sadie had a few weeks where she was chewing on Ellie's Thanks. wooden toys, but that stopped. Yeah. And your third random things for today. There are a lot of things that got more expensive in 2022, as we know. But as the upside, I would like to tell you what actually got cheaper. That was electronics. Smartphones dropped 23.4%, which is awesome. TVs went down 17%. Computers 4.4% and major appliances like only by a hair. But hey, if our like home appliances like refrigerators and washers and dryers were going up as much as our groceries, I think we would all just be like, I'll air dry my stuff. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. You totally forgot to talk about the federal crime you think that you commit. It's I know it's not a I know it's not a crime, but it's it's something that I do. It feels that serious. Yeah. I it was something I was doing the other day and noticed that I was looking over my shoulder in fear it will be the very first thing that we talk about on tomorrow's show because i can't imagine that you also have this fear because you're much more sane and rational but i would like to find one other person who just does this normal ordinary everyday thing and feels some sort of way about it so it'll be the first thing on tomorrow's episode yesterday i had to go to work um you 
school, and I got in the car, and I thought you guys were going to be starting on Monday, but I realized the rest of the world was still on vacation. So I was so sad I had to listen to another Crime Junkie episode, but um, I was just listening to today's episode, yay! And the lady was talking about her dog um, running up to the deer, um, and she is not alone in her dog getting um, attacked by deer. That actually happens all the time. My boyfriend's a veterinarian, and he has animals come in, um, I wouldn't say all the time, but enough where it, it, it's consistent, where dogs in front of deer, and the deer freeze, and then they attack the dog. So be really careful if your dog tries to go near a deer, even though they're so beautiful, they really can cause some damage. So PSA to all the dog moms and dads. Love you guys. Bye. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.